y'all, and welcome back to another episode of We Know How to Read. I'm Megan. And I'm Natalie. And I'm Bia. And we are so excited to start off our special spring They Know How to Write mini-series with the wonderful Thea Claire. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. We are so (laughs) excited to have you. Um, but before we get started, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you write and the books that you have? Yeah. So like everybody said, I'm Thea. I am a Dallas-based contemporary romance author. I published my first, my debut novel on the 2nd of January of this year. Yes. I was like two weeks out now today and (laughs) yesterday and it's chaos, chaos mode all the time. Um, and it is a spicy, uh, second chance grumpy sunshine mm-hmm. romance in the recovering good girl series which is a dallas-based series about a group of friends and kind of their connections and their romance stories and this one is called go find less which is based on the idea if i'm too much go find less and uh, it follows a widowed lingerie designer named piper who is dragged into helping to plan her high school reunion and reconnects with a sort of uh could have been romance from back in high school Mm. that sounds love (laughs) i mean i'm a sucker for a contemporary romance I'm like, also a sucker for grumpy sunshine. So, ooh, you know, that too, that it, too. it is definitely that it is, it is bit, um, like if you can see, I have some videos of like beta comments from like when people first started reading it and just getting to see those like immediate reactions from people oh, like yeah. versus when they're reading it on Kindle, like all the beta readers were like, I'm going to kick him in the face. Like this is where we're at right now. Like I, we need to remove this stick from his butt please excellent yes love love a good character like that (laughs) we're definitely gonna get into all the nitty-gritty throughout this interview Mm -hmm. today but we're gonna start off with these icebreaker questions so our listeners can get to know you and these are the questions of the season yes (laughs) we change them for reference we change them every season so they're never yeah yeah um, so I couldn't you, have done homework to prepare. No, <laughs> no, we do not release. We do not release these questions. Honestly, like unless there's like these are pretty lock and key questions. Like we are, we like plan them all out together, and then unless there's specific like requests for them, mm-hmm. they don't go anywhere. No. Okay. <laughs> so if you could be pen pals with any fictional character, who would it be, and what book would they be from? Ooh, pen pals. Yes. Um, gosh, I had a really good time with um, Wonderlust, which is um, L. Everett's, I think her de- debut this year, last year. Um, and I now I'm, co- of course, I'm completely blanking on the main character, but um, they kind of go on like a world trip as like a one time hookup couple and it's very fun and also grumpy sunshine clearly I have a thing and (laughs) they they like document their trip and I think it would be so fun to be pen pals with number one the character is great she's uh, a bi um uh like magazine author and has a great time kind of navigating that trip but I think she was one of my favorite characters from last year and now I'm embarrassed that I can't remember her last her first name um but it was one of my favorite books and favorite characters from last year is it definitely her Dylan yes it is Dylan thank you I was like I I was was a guy but I could not for the life of me remember what it was but yeah that 
talk about a grumpy sunshine couple like oh like dude wears suits on planes i was like you were (laughs) traveling for three months man that's hot i love that (laughs) i i love that um i also want you to know that as i was looking through i spelled it wrong multiple times came up with like a perfume came up with a movie Uh came up uh with um a danielle Steele novel i was like no guys come on give me but i found it we're all good (laughs) (laughs) so i guess this could tie into this potentially dead or alive which author would you want to sit down and talk with Ooh. um guys are like these are like the, like hard yeah. questions because like Where? i can i can talk all day about marketing and books and like like my but like the actual um probably, you can always change that's true that's true yeah. probably emily rath um she mm-hmm. was my top read last year was fucking around and i think picking <gasps> her brain on oh did i just did i just pop happy trigger was that <laughs> Is it? Yes. On, it's on my bookshelf right here. Yes. I have, I'm patiently awaiting my signed pre-order from oh. uh, her her new re-release. But uh, but I that book was such a um, number one. It was just a really great read. Like I finished it in like a day and a half, which for oh. two hundred thousand plus words is insane. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. But at the same time, I also this year was I came out as bi this year, so being reading a lot of. Um, queer romance and stories mm-hmm. about people who are kind of having their bio awakenings was kind of a big theme this year and cool. I that was like one of my favorite reads and also I feel like she's such a um charismatic person to kind of listen to talk about the process and how like you're it's not normal to find your success on your debut and I keep watching those like videos that she does and other authors do they're like this is not normal like it's okay to like have a good debut and not have it be like blow up and mm-hmm. she, I think it was yeah. like her eighth novel that went really popular and viral so she's one of my favorites for sure so as a why choose lover myself yep, yep, <laughs> yep. Um, I have discovered that I have a personal preference for not just like why choose as in like three to four and uh-huh. one uh-huh. like male to female I really like like MM and not just FM. Oh, yeah. Like uh-huh. when it's like FM only, no MM, I'm like, mm. no crossing swords, basically. Like, yeah. not even Essentially, like, yeah. like flirtatious banter. Like, yeah, can no. We, mm-hmm. Like, can we not just like pin him yeah. up against the wall and like tease him a bit? <laughs> like, they don't have to touch swords, but they could at least tease each other. Yeah. And if I'm like, so- if it tells you where I'm at with the Pucking Around series, um, the novella that came out on Thanksgiving, I like sped read in like <laughs> two hours on the way home from Austin, like which is just, like a it's like a two and a half hour drive in my passenger seat while my partner was like, "Are you seriously ignoring me to read this?" And I was like, "Yes, I have been uh-huh. waiting. She's been mm-hmm. teasing this for months. I <laughs> yes, I am reading this right now." Wait, but yeah, yeah it's, it's, a, yeah. it's a problem. excellent oh my gosh I'm gonna have to read that I did not know I did not read the novella I read the pucking around and I haven't read since that one I think it was just that first one you read pucking wild no I don't know why it's just pucking pucking ever after this is one of those tangents we were talking about (laughs) yes exactly yep so it goes pucking around pucking ever after part one Fucking wild oh. and then fucking ever after part oh. two so the novellas are like continuation but they're future so like the two main books are like basically like main timeline present tense 
but the novellas go like years in the future and so when Ooh. i say there is crossing swords i mean there is crossing swords my friends yes. like, Ooh, like okay and okay like that that right. was that was uh 90% of the reason why we were also excited about the second one is because that's what they kept teasing and Emily was like it's coming soon and then she realized that she was making people mad by using the word soon so she kept replacing the word soon with other versions of the same like other synonyms <laughs> for months and so we have a we have a group chat of like some of my advanced readers literally like just like speed reading it together like what is it making notes the commentary. It's, a, it's like I said it is a problem that I is mean, amazing that's a good problem to have I mean, right? yeah right all right let's wrap up our icebreaker questions yes into some of the more fun things to talk about I mean not that these aren't fun yeah but like, yeah yeah we have more one things- more icebreaker question for you Yes. So yeah, you're on a deserted island. I don't know how you got there, but you had time to pack. Okay. <laughs> you get to bring three books. Okay. What are your books? Okay. So fucking around is my go-to. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yep. Cause I can reread that like all, all day, every day. And it, the character, character building in that, in that uh, book is so good. Um, I really enjoy faking with benefits, which is also a why choose. It's a Lily Gold uh, contemporary why choose. It is my comfort read. Um, okay. it is like when I say like leg kickies times ten, leg kickies okay. times ten. Uh, anything by Lily Gold, all like that. Um, and then I, my favorite book of all time is My Sister's Keeper by Jodi Picoult, which is like an older, like I think mm-hmm. it's almost twenty years old novel at yeah. this point. But it's like one of those ones that like I go back and reread every once in a while. And so I try to keep stuff like, like I don't, I don't even have like a physical copy on my shelf anymore, but I have like, like on my Kindle and all of those mm. things. And it's like one of those ones that like, I, I'm like, oh man, this is, this is part of why I wanted to read and write as much as I do. And so it's, it's a heavy one. It is a very oh, heavy yeah. one. If you've ever seen oh, that yeah. movie or the, the book, it is very heavy, but it's like very, one of my very. favorites. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Excellent choice. Love that. I was just Are you reading. looking up yeah. benefits? Yeah. I am. And <laughs> one of the characters is named Josh. He is. Oh. That's my husband's name. <laughs> oh. And see, my partner also has a very common name. And so anytime it comes up in stuff, I'm like, oh. Unlike yeah. my favorite, though, is I'll read books with my real name, my not pen name, and two. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can't even post that this so... is my real name. And I'm so excited about it. So it's really funny because, um, I was in, so I was in a sorority in college. Um, I went to a private school and we were like the Hufflepuffs of sorority row. Like it was very, like I had, there were 50 girls in my like entire sorority, 12 in my pledge class. And I, um, pledged when I was a sophomore. So, uh, our senior year, there's this thing that we would do that was seniors only and it was supposed to all be a secret and I'm feeling the secrets now, but it's fine, whatever. Uh, the chapter doesn't exist anymore, so it's it's all good. Um, but one of the things that you did on this night was you would pass around this old like Harlequin romance Ooh. and you would take turns, like of course we were drinking, you would take turns um, reading passages from it. So it gets to my turn to read a passage (laughs) and I read a paragraph and it's literally about this girl getting gang banged by a group of guys. It's fine, whatever. But I'm reading it and the the character's name is my name. 
Oh, oh. So I was like, so Megan was ah, like panicking, you know. I don't have that problem. Yep. Natalie is not a common name in like any literature. In, yeah. in literature, that's fair, yeah. I like, haven't come across Megan. That was the only time, and it was very strange. I like, because what we would do was we would just open a random page of the book. We wouldn't actually read it in chronological, because it's a Harlequin romance. Like, you know. Yeah, yeah. you can open, you open the you book open and it you and know it's what's fine. going on. So you would just yeah. open it and read a paragraph. And I happened to open to the oh, page no. <laughs> because the others had other character names, like other, there was a bunch of them. I don't know. It was just. Yikes. You had a much chiller <sighs> Greek life than I did. I, told uh, you. See, well, I, I see, never did the Greek one. See, but see, my school was, yeah. we had 900 students, including oh, the yeah. MBA program. Ooh. Like half of campus was in a sorority. There were four sororities. 50 of them were in mine. Yikes. And we didn't live in the houses. So it was, if yeah. I had gone to a state school, I never yeah, would have joined. Ever. I I don't know if I joined a, a see at times like this was co-ed, wasn't it? It was co-ed. Yeah, that was it because it used to be an all women's. Uh, no, it was used to be an all boys school, and then it became an all women's school, which I thought was strange. <laughs> and then it went back to being an all men's school for like, it was like only a women's school for like a blip before men took it over, and then they were like, oh wait, women are allowed to have like higher education, and so they decided that if women were allowed to be in college they should be allowed in greek life so that's why they made it co-ed mm-hmm. but yeah. I, which is like one, one of the, my one of my mm-hmm. big reasons i liked it so much in addition to that i found it's just a nerdy thing you had to maintain a 3.2 gpa to stay in the greek program that i was in and the in the sorority so but one of our key pillars was socializing so uh. we had mandatory socializing events but you so basically we partied hard but kept the grades up. <laughs> now yeah, and I'm like same. the Ravenclaws unite. <laughs> <laughs> I was excellent. Like, yeah, excellent. Anyway, so I, I wanna, yep. this is this is not the next question on the list. But what made you want to do a pen name? Yes. I, I wrote so that down I, too. <laughs> I had this discussion last night. So I, um, when I started writing this, so to give you guys an idea of where this started, I picked writing back up after 10 years last January. So wow. a little over like a year ago, um, I got sober in December of 2022 and the, they tell you like you're going to get a sober manic habit like that's just what happens you have to have something to channel your energy into and writing happened to be mine and reading I read like 112 books last year I think I was I was very voracious with my reading Mm. last year and on top of writing a lot of that happened before I ended up finishing this book but um I was working full-time um during my writing process when I started this particular one um at a nonprofit, and so I was trying to Mm -hmm. be very cognizant of um, not just necessarily, you know, I'm not embarrassed by what I write, but the impact that some people may have, may, um, associate with writing spicier stories. Mm-hmm. And I started the pen name even before I really published any of my writing anywhere. Like I was writing on Wattpad before I really decided to publish, but I was doing reviews of really spicy books all the time. And so I wanted something where I could openly talk about it and have conversations and make mm-hmm. a community 
and not be worried about the potential ramifications of that on yeah. not just not just my professional life but other people's as well mm-hmm. now that I'm no longer there and I have kind of uh mo- like for for the record like my family helped edit like before I sent my book off to an editor so like they have read this I'm not embarrassed <laughs> by it yeah, my yeah. friends and family all know like my partner's grandmother got a copy for Christmas like that's where <laughs> we're at um <laughs> And my professional life, most of my professional colleagues know that that's what I do like full time now. Um, But picking a pen name for me was important too, because I feel like when people search my real name, a lot of other stuff comes up that's totally not associated with what Mm -hmm. I do. And I wanted to make sure that I had kind of like, not a clean slate, but a a way to delineate what I was creating versus what I have done Mm -hmm. before this. That makes sense. That makes sense. We have both contemplated the pen name route yes we we still it's all it's that's why we asked because we are both still deciding on that oh yeah i am actively a teacher and the content i want to write isn't necessarily at this point in time it's cozy fantasy (laughs) um so it's not necessarily you know bad but i still don't want you know i don't need students coming in being like did you write this and be being like Okay, now this is becoming a problem, you know. Yeah, and I, has murder. <laughs> and my Dang. initial project that I started that I still plan on working on is like a first chapter spice mm-hmm. level fantasy, like not fantasy, but it's like it's it's fantasy, it's shifter, but it's Ooh. like that's a project that I started before I started the one that got published, and so Whoa. I'm like eventually I'm going to go back to that, and it's a it is a like uh-huh. like ten pages in mm. some stuff is happening. And so I'm like, I, I know that eventually it's going to, that part particularly is going to pay off. So I have questions. Yes. <laughs> we're we're going to swing, are we yeah. going to ask the questions out or no, swing I, around back to it? We, we don't have to. I big, <laughs> big shifter reader here. So oh, yeah. yeah. Same. Oh yeah. Same. Yeah. Like half of the books I read in a year. <laughs> so um, this is going to take a hard pivot. Yes. Um, do you enjoy reading the classics? <laughs> Like classic shifter or classic just in general? <laughs> classic literature, like the, the classics. The classics. classics. Yeah. I, so I will be the first person to tell you, I have dysgraphia, which is kind of like dyslexia, but with spatial awareness. And so with Ooh. a lot of that comes um, issues with language and also verbiage when it comes to mm. non-traditional like um, word choice. So for instance, I have a really hard time editing my own stuff because I can't see the problems after a while like it Wait, just just hold up. isn't there that's a thing it is a thing it is oh, a diagnosis. I think it's... I'm learning something about myself, right about now. myself. <laughs> my my entire female side of my family has it so my mom my sister oh. me and my grandmother had it and um it it makes it hard for me to read things that are tipped that are written in like old English or have old phrases that I like I'll skate over it and someone will be like oh yeah that that one thing and I'm like I I completely missed that that being said <laughs> I I am a huge like Jane Austen junkie I love me some Bronte sisters um I work <laughs> at an indie bookstore so I like so we sell them like crazy and we also have like the special leather bound editions at the store too um but I like i will watch the movies of those before I will read the books just because I recognize that that is not where my strong suit is okay so you'll like my cat's names so I have two cats one is an orange cat an orange and white cat and one is a black and white cat the orange cat his name is Bingley and okay. uh, 
Uh, he is named after Charles Bingley. Uh, <laughs> and then the black and white cat, his name is Fitzwilliam. <laughs> so, so yes. did you see the main character's name in my yeah, book? We did. Uh, yes, <laughs> we did. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. His mm-hmm. mom, um, Tess, is super obsessed or was super obsessed with um, like Regency era stuff. And so, his sister's name is Francesca and his brother's name is Frederick. Um, and his sibling, his siblings are half siblings, but that's going to come up later. Um, spoiler Amazing. alert with the Yay. Regency era stuff with, <laughs> with, with future books and his sister um, because the next two uh, MMCs are not American. And I'll just say that. Ooh, oh, I like it. All right. Yes, I have that's Fitzwilliam great. and it's kind of, it's crazy. They are the characters like personality yeah. like, they are it's true. Is, grumpy sunshine oh uh-huh. my gosh being 100 the most lovable docile goofy little derpy thing like just a sunshine like you could go up to him yep. and just shake him and he'll be like mm-hmm. oh love you <laughs> love me and then this is like I select those who I allow to touch me. For you are not worthy of my affection. I will not even look at you. Like, it's legitimately like that. And I'm like, yep. Yep. Man. didn't know that when I named them, obviously. Because, you know, they develop their own little personalities. And oh, I'm like, yeah. Why is this so perfect? Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, my dog's name is Pippin after The Hobbit. And mm-hmm. most dramatic-ass animal on... And so is Pippin. Pippin is, yeah. it's like, the flair, the drama, the who. And my dog is the same way. And I'm like, can you <laughs> stop being so dramatic? What is happening? I, I guess yeah. I picked good names then. <laughs> yes. My yes. Frenchie's name is Blair, and she is absolutely the queen bee. So, like, oh. that is oh. 1,000% how our house uh, is run. That went so over my head. I was like, <laughs> the Blair Witch Project? Cool. Oh, no. Also, yes, though. Like, we're being also, honest. Yes. She is, yes. We, we don't call her fair. a witch, but we call her something. Let me tell you. Just like, it kind of rhymes. I was like, it does. An interesting, like, personality. <laughs> no, no. She is named after Gossip Girl Blair, and she knows it. Like, that's, <laughs> that, that is great. That that's great. Oh my, um, my cats are Sage. She's my big floofy one. She's Ooh. a dilute calico, so she kind of looks like mm-hmm. Sage. Mm-hmm. And so Sage, and she is very, she's very lovable. She hates other cats. Very prissy, very, you know, floofy. Um, but then my kitten, he is all black. And his name is Hermes um, because he came to me underneath a car. Another teacher was driving to work the day before the first day of school and he was clinging to the underside of her car the entire time. So I was like, Hermes, clearly. But then also Hermes is also a trickster god Uh and is known for his mischief. And dear God, this, this kitten, I cannot wait until he's out of the kitten phase because I'm like, do I have? a toddler like what is happening here straight asshole like complete straight asshole and it makes me so mad because like i just want to sit there and snuggle with him but when i get home and i want to snuggle with him he just wants to play and bite and scratch and he's play he's playing he's not being mean but then my my very loving but i'm i get mad at him when he does this uh boyfriend will send me pictures during the day because he works from home of him just passed out in his lap and I'm like the chill. Uh-huh. What the fuck is this? 
He's saving it all up for you. He is. I say that it means he loves me more because he knows that he can uh, play rougher with me, but yep. that might be uh, Delulu and it's fine. <laughs> Wishful thinking. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> so we've mentioned, you mentioned that you like, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm making this up. You did say this. You like horror, right? Am I crazy? Yeah. No, no, no. I say don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, is this somebody else? <laughs> I literally, like, I started asking this question. I'm like, oh my gosh, was this this conversation? It's a hallucination. <laughs> yes, it is. You know, right. wouldn't put it past me. <laughs> so we've talked about the classics. We've talked about a little bit of horror, and we've talked about contemporary romance, some fantasies, some shifter. What would you say is your most read genre? absolutely romance and absolutely contemporary I yeah I so I don't read horror as much as I watch it Mm -hmm. um I have been I've been watching horror basically for the last five years um and like nonstop. and so I'll watch a lot of horror especially as background noise like while I'm working on things because there's some that I've seen a bazillion times I know I know I know okay (laughs) my partner also feels that's his exact face every time I turn on question Yes. What, have you seen Barbarian? I have not. <gasps> have you seen Annihilation? I have. So good. Yes, I've seen Anni- Annihilation's really good. I I like um not so it's like that I feel like that verges on like sci-fi horror. Yeah, almost. it's it's oh, like no. Annihilation is definitely yeah, sci-fi yeah, yeah, yeah. horror. I love it. Yeah. It gives me the ick feeling the entire yeah. time. Oh, yeah. But I'm here. Because it's for very it. scientific, right? And yeah, like it's, it makes it's, my skin crawl. <laughs> yeah. I I love those movies and there's specific ones. Like I'll rewatch um uh what's it called? Um with Pierce Brosnan in it. Um Event Horizon, which is a space yes. it's like a space horror. I'll rewatch that all the time. But I love um like supernatural horror so like the hell house series is one of my favorites which is an indie series i watch a lot of indie horror um and so i'll i'll watch those like on repeat which is a it's a problem like my my partner's like the haunting of hill house no it's hell house hell house hill house is also really good and that's one of my that's one of my favorite books Mm -hmm. um but hell house is like it's like a haunted haunted house that like goes wrong and like the ramifications of like what happens afterwards and it's a series Mm. and the fourth one just came out like a couple months ago and like surprised everybody like came out um (laughs) but that's something I wrote that into my book because I was like I wanted something for the main characters to kind of like bond over and so that's like their weird like they're like you guys want anything in common like uh, actually we have a weird amount of like horror movie knowledge (laughs) in common and everybody is like ew like why I (laughs) love that especially like I could I could see uh all the great moments of like you know grumpy sunshine and she's like ah sunshine and it's like oh yeah Yeah. I love horror and it's like yeah they're having like a whole conversation and she's like the like the one of the introductory conversations where they're like talking for the first time because there's like text messages back and forth and she'll be like, I'm watching a movie. And he's like, oh, are you watching? And she's like, you probably never heard of it. And then she says, she says Hell House because I had to self-insert at one point. <laughs> and he's like, original or director's cut? Oh. <laughs> yes. oh. It's getting the deep cut. Excellent. <laughs> but, Love it. But yeah. Love it. Uh, but, I, but anyways, divulging from all of that. <laughs> um, no, I am definitely the romance buff. I, mm. uh, I pride myself in the romance section at the indie that I work at. Like, we run three book clubs and I run the romance one and that romance section is carefully curated to the people that come in the store <laughs> and then I'm like okay we don't have it we don't have it in stock right now but you need to go get xyz and like tell them how they could order it from us <laughs> like it's a it's yeah I read a lot of contemporary That's and so most cool. of my That's shelves awesome. 
I would argue most of my shelf is probably also contemporary, mm-hmm. but they're trophy they're trophy books for the most part. I've read most of these before I bought them. So it's cool. I love that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> most of ours are fantasy, if you yes. couldn't tell. Fantasy and fantasy my, and romance, I would say for me anyway. My romance my fantasy is all over, over here. Yeah. So yeah, I my romance like, is in front of me. No, I say that, but 90%, I can't even say 90%, 99% of my romance is um, retellings and of Pride and Prejudice. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I would say, I think I have probably 12 retellings of, not even retellings, alternate endings, AU, <laughs> like, not even AU, like, have, alter, it's so many. It's it? bad. I'm trying to see. hold on. I'm gonna like sit up on my chair for a second. Go for oh, it. <laughs> I have like, these two. I have a British shelf up here um, ooh. with all my like little British books because I read a lot of Sophie Kinsella who wrote Confessions of a Shopaholic. But I have my mm. my captain. Oh. Oh. Um, but then I have so we do. We're a, we're a big like Austin Land is one of my favorite movies, mm. um, which is just so fun. And then um, Lost in Austin, the yep. BBC TV mm. show, yep. so one of my favorite. But we got um, Sense and Sensibility retelling. Ooh, Ooh, that's pretty. And it's got like it's like a it's a modern. And then Jane and the Twelve Days of Christmas. Yep. Ooh, nice, yep. nice. I've I have like a whole British. I have like red, white, and royal blue up there. Um, and excellent. All of my, you guys yes. ever want a spicy uh, Regency area area era Ooh. pride? It's literally <laughs> it's hot. Fuck. It's it's literally Darcy and Elizabeth right after the end of the book, and it's like their lives like the few like years afterwards. <laughs> but it is spicy. I remember Ooh, I made my, my husband love read it. That. I was just like, oh my gosh, I love this. It's so sweet. Their romance is so adorable. And he read it and he's like, this is porn. And I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> no, it is not. So I was twisting around because I recently redid my bookshelves and I was trying to find, um, Natalie sent me this one and I oh, bought I it. Did. But it's the Scandalous Confessions of Lydia Bennett, which. And which, it's literally, yeah, I saw. Yes. I haven't read it yet, but I am very excited to read it. That looks so fun. I saw that on Goodreads a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, add to TBR, which is like yep. infinite right now. Oh, but I know. It it's really never is. ending. Never it's ending. Most of my fantasy reads, I feel like I listen to over, mm. re- and it comes back to the dysgraphia thing. I've learned that I have better, I'm better at recognizing words that are not English <laughs> when it's like pronounced like the first Crescent City I listened to like 90% of it and then I read the last part mm-hmm. of it um, and then I have Crescent City too sitting here ready to go for tonight uh, but that's yeah that's my plan for this week whoa, is to whoa, finish whoa, whoa, Crescent City too. So, so you have not finished Crescent City too. I have not. Okay okay that's wow. okay. I I okay. I will say I work at a bookstore, so I have been spoiled right. like crazy. Okay, um, yeah. and I mean it didn't help last week's posting or anything, but um, <laughs> it's like like I like I will say I up until I started Crescent City one, I was a Nesta girly through and through, and I think a lot of that has mm. to do with alcoholism and mm. grief and sobriety. Um, but at the same time, like I started reading this, and I was like, Bryce, maybe money home girl. I <laughs> Uh, this may be my this may be it. new favorite yeah and I haven't read Throne of Glass Christ. yet either oh. which is like I know I know I'm I 
You're talking about the best one. You are. So I started with that guitar. And then that's how we actually like, because we had, after I left Virginia, um, we still talked to each other, but we didn't like talk a whole lot. We just talked books. And then she was like, I discovered this book series. And I went, oh, I read the first one years ago when it came out. And I never read the other ones because I I got busy. And then she was like, well, I'm going to read it. I was like, okay, cool. I'll catch up. And then suddenly we were just like, boom, books in. here we yeah. go. Um, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm... we're big thrown up. I mean, I love all of them, but thrown a blast. But yeah. we're also big fantasy readers. So as yeah. a romance reader... Yeah, you might I feel not like, like yeah. Corona Glass as much. It's very YA I, fantasy. I started when I started rereading, I started <laughs> it's so embarrassing. I started reading, you know, those um the ads that pop up on your Instagram of Girl, like same. I didn't know I was mm-hmm. the Alpha's mate, blah blah. Yep. So the Galatea of the world. Yep. So so I that's where I started. So a lot of my <laughs> first like my Goodreads first ones from last year, pre like after my like giant break of reading we're all like that um mm-hmm. and so a lot of like a lot of shifter and a lot of like um witchy vampire stuff mm-hmm. but I so I don't know if you guys saw this about me but I'm a widow so I lost my husband to cancer mm-hmm. in 2019 and so when I started reading fantasy and someone suggested throne of glass one of my friends was like mm, you may need to like wait a minute on throne of glass because there's some stuff about like loss and I was still really fresh being mm-hmm. sober mm-hmm. and not knowing that that was also what the fifth guitar was basically nept up being like hung out to die yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, get sober. and so no one warned me about that one so that took me a while to get through mm-hmm. but like so that I waited to start throne of glass and then I just the the tbr just kept getting longer yeah. as it um, does so I, that's like, I, if I finish Crescent City, like in the next couple of days, I have the rest of Throne, I have Throne of Glass. So I'm like ready to read it if I can. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also speed read like a mofo. So like, I, that's like, awesome. I'll probably finish Crescent City like mm-hmm. in two days, especially working at the bookstore too. Like we're, when, when, when it's cold like this, like it can get, there's some days where like, we'll have like long stretches where I'm just like, I'm gonna sit in the comfy chair and the people mm-hmm. need me, I'm here. So. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. That's awesome. I will say- <laughs> Cause I do audiobooks a lot. Um, because I just my ADHD, I want yep. to do like I'm like, I want to read, but I also want to crochet, but I also need to clean, but I also want to do this. And I'm like yep. all over the place. Yep. So I listen to audiobooks a lot for that. Um, and I also have a long commute, so that helps. Um yep. I listen to all of the Crescent City books um on audio. I did not listen to Akatar books on audio, so I don't know what those are like. But They're I really did good. listen. I did listen to a few of the Throne of Glass books on audio, um, and I do really enjoy the audiobooks for Throne of Glass. Um, I thought the narrator was pretty, pretty damn good. So the dramatized yeah. versions of of Akatar mm-hmm. are some of my favorites. They're mm-hmm. Have you not listened to the dramatized? No, but I sent There's... you a clip, Megan. She sent me so a clip cool. of, of of the scene in the book. In the third book. Oh, no, in the third. No, in the third book. Yeah, screaming. Wings of. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, wings of. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. Name. Yeah, yeah. 
echo art and i was like well now i'm gonna go cry thank you so well, much well i this. couldn't be yeah. alone i was no, like i immediately me. sent it yeah. to my sister so i was right there with you yeah <laughs> and that's like the beauty of audio though right like mm-hmm. i that's part of i mean that's and i'm just gonna keep referencing back to, <laughs> to go find less but like when i listen to the audio of the narrator for the audio I sobbed like a child Aww. and I said it and I sent it to my mom and I was like Merry Christmas here's your tear bucket for the week like because <laughs> I picked a very emotional scene on purpose mm. and when I say the narrator hit it like I was just like I was not expecting to sob over these pre-orders but here we are today uh, so audio audio is my jam I love it when I, when I can yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that's yeah. awesome so in all the reading that you did, especially in your record-breaking year that you had the other time, um, do you have a preference on trope? Do you like to read what you write or anything? Some, yeah. Um, I know I have a very short list of tropes that I will not read and then a very okay. lengthy trope, list of tropes that I like love. Um, or I would not say will not. I avoid. Um, but yeah. I I do love a grumpy sunshine. Like that's one of my favorites. Um, mm-hmm. and like absolutely one of my favorites is the fine print. It's like go find. It's it's the grumpy sunshine part of go find less. Like to a T. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys haven't read that, it's it's for Disney adults. That's what I jokingly call it. It's oh, the, it's, the, it's the romance yes, for Disney that's adults. The, mm-hmm. Is that the one where it's like an amusement park? Dreamland billionaires. Yep. Yes. 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 Okay. So I have not read it, but um, I have a former student who would frequently bring me the book and be like, so I'm reading this book and I'm just sitting there going, okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. I taught you, uh, you yep, yep. please stop talking to me right now about this. Yep, yep. <laughs> and that's, it's, it's not, I would argue that that is probably like a three out of five spice yeah. level, which is, which is kind of what Go Find Less is at. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh, okay. I love, I do love a sibling's best friend, both directions. Ooh, so I, mm-hmm. I like, you know, sister's best friend, brother's best friend. Um, and I think a lot of that too, is like the trust part of it of like, either you've known them for forever or like, you've heard a lot about them and you're meeting Mm -hmm. them like that kind of stuff. And that, that will come into play with some of my stuff too, which I'm really excited about. Um, and then I kind of, I really enjoy forced proximity, but like only out of like, um, in a a consented way, I guess I should say, Mm -hmm. I, I tend to stray away from dubcon and non-con just like that's just not my mm-hmm. my thing and yeah, so when people are like i'm stuck in this mafia whatever house with my you know hot whatever <laughs> actor i'm like mm, that is stockholm syndrome my friend but like at the same time like i'll read those occasionally if they're very highly recommended and if somebody's like you like i read haunting adeline with my best friend out of, out of just sheer like i need to do this for the gram not my thing but it's, I we haven't even read yeah. that yet. No, no. It's, it's we carry it at the bookstore. It's something. Ooh, yeah, um, I mean, I'm not against it. I'm not like I remember. Oh yeah, time, no. there was only one book so far that has broken my spice meter because I. <laughs> and I you tell. Just, well, it was it was a, uh, why choose? But it was sword crossing all all at the same time, and I was like, well, it's pretty like mundane. Like, it's not crazy. And they were like, well, how many people are in it? And I was just like, okay, it's one, two, three, four, four guys, and then the girl. And then, yeah, which is a pretty typical yeah. pairing for why no, choose. It's, yeah. it's, there's more. And so. it's, it's this one specific scene. And two of the guys were doing things with themselves. Yeah. And then two of the guys were with her, and they were all like orgying it up, but they uh-huh. were performing <laughs> at a BDSM club. 
Oh, that's where it is. And then- what did you give that? What did what did you give that? I How many I peppers? Gave it like two. <laughs> And then, just, so then we had to like retract and be like, okay, maybe like, we need to figure out the spice. We need to figure out what the, what yeah. the rings are. I was just yeah. like, ah, my spice meter is broken. <laughs> we are desensitized. Yeah. It basically. Yeah. yeah. And why choose is hard too, because it's, mm-hmm. it's, um, Polly in general, I feel like automatically gets like an extra spice rating, even though it can be totally like just mm-hmm. innocuous and lovey-dovey yeah. and just like, yeah. oh my God, I'm having like cookies all the time. But like, I I would argue I probably read like a quarter of my books that I read are why choose. Like I'm currently mm-hmm. reading, um, I'm reading the Lords of Darkness duet by Amanda Richardson right now, and that is darker. But when you're talking about like the non-con, the dub con, like those kinds mm-hmm. of books tend to like you have to be able to like separate that. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. That's not my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah. like I've read some really great books that are in that kind of genre mm-hmm. and especially dark romance, I feel like gets kind of a bad rap in general from, especially from contemporary readers too, because there's mm-hmm. really great romances that are considered dark romance that have a ton of great character building and really great mm-hmm. romance and the circumstances of the lives of the characters are just really dark mm-hmm. um, versus like there's some that are like, arguably this isn't a dark romance but it's got like dark themes and a lot of like sad mental health stuff and it didn't yeah. make me cry but it also made me uncomfortable <laughs> totally yeah that. i get that yeah. <laughs> yeah. totally get that okay so speaking of books yes <laughs> um, your book we're going to talk about your book specifically okay and and we're manifesting this for you your okay. book is coming to screen how would you oh, want it? would you want it to be like movie would you want it to be a tv show would you want it to be a stage play <laughs> <laughs> would you want it to be animated <laughs> animated would be very interesting um, <laughs> I, I think so this is a thick girl like she's 175,000 words um mm. so which, about your main character <laughs> that was too also, also that also that um, and i was like 175 that's not very big <laughs> so like pucking around well her fantasy yeah no when you're talking about the yeah. sandersons of the world and the crescent cities no but like these are different sizes but like this is like 265 mm-hmm. i think and then this is mine but it's a six by nine so oh, she's, yeah. she's long um like on kindle i think she's 640 pages um so yeah which kindle obviously is very different mm-hmm. size than like this yeah. is like 400 yeah. but like it there's so I did so much work in trying to build kind of a background on the characters that I feel like a movie would be cutting it short for lack of a better yeah. term yeah um like the I put a lot of time into building not just Piper because Piper is has a lot of the same kind of traits of being a widow and going through trauma mm-hmm. but also for Fitz too writing um so a character that had a reason for being grumpy and not just was a grump mm-hmm. uh which I feel like it tends to be kind of the direction that contemporary ends up going and even in fantasy when you have grumpy characters sometimes they're just assholes and they have no reason to be yeah. um but like working mm-hmm. that kind of backstory into it it was really important for me and so I feel mm-hmm. like miniseries maybe like yeah. I like don't know eight episodes like yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah um, I can see that. Like, what is oh, that yeah. show? The the summer I turned pretty. 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like yes. that. I've never mm-hmm. watched that. I have not. I haven't either. I haven't read <laughs> I haven't I'm not either. a YA reader. I, yeah. I, it's a YA. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. It is YA. Well, yeah. They're what? In high school? High school, well, I think. No high school? Yeah. Is that by the same person who did the one about the guys that she kissed? I don't know. I oh, uh, P- PSA. Uh, no. No. It's the, it's, um, like her sister. Oh, I'm going to get fired. Letters. No, I know exactly um, what you're talking about. All it's, the boys I loved before. Yeah, yeah, that one. yeah. It gives it the is, same vibe. Yeah, it's just, it's and it's a lot of the same tropes and kind of mm-hmm. like feels in it too. But yeah, they're both YA. And versus like I don't know if you guys have seen My Fault, which is also YA considered mm-hmm. on Netflix. Yeah. It's a it's an adaptation of uh, Mercedes. I can't remember her last name, but it is not YA. Like the movie no. is the movie is spicy and okay. but it's but it's produced in I want to say Spain and so it's dubbed Ooh. like mm. like I watched a dubbed version but I saw it the other day in the YA section and I was like what is this is <laughs> this is not YA like I get that it's categorized but it mm-hmm. is not anyways I digress yeah. I, I have a lot of feelings about this interesting I I need to get back into the movie train i we just watch anime these days i I have not watched a tv show or movie in months i just watched the same things over and over again and it's avatar the last airbender how to train your dragon the tv show um and brooklyn 99 and that's like it like i just cycle through those (laughs) i I filled my time with horror and then when I when I stopped doing that I was like I should probably watch something other than this and so I started catching up on like all of the um like everybody said these were great last year like Saltburn is next on my list Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. things to watch and I'm like I feel like I need to watch this with my partner so I have somebody (laughs) to talk about it with like in the house at some point so (laughs) so your characters at least in your first book um yeah which one would you say you relate most to or like who would be your like your best friend who would be maybe your most like you would butt heads with stuff like that (laughs) um so I definitely would relate to Piper the most I think like I I did a lot of due diligence making sure that uh she was not a self-insert because Mm -hmm. that Mary Sue's are kind of you know in the fan fiction world like the worst um and I didn't (laughs) want it 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 gets it gets cumbersome when you can tell about to open up an entire other door when by mentioning fan fiction but we're going to continue on with your answer oh yes Um. yes um that's my that's where I started um but I I think when you're talking about building characters too from personal experience it gets kind of hard to do that separation so I, I really worked on that mm-hmm. but same at the same time like I love the character she turned into as the story kind of developed and she kind of went through things with Fitz that made them a healthy relationship because I feel like that's the biggest thing for me is I read a ton of contemporary that turns into really nasty you should not be together romance and they get their ATA at the end and I'm like oh I, maybe you yeah. shouldn't be together mm-hmm. and that is not those are not the relationships that I like to build um in any sense regardless of the genre I feel like that it, it's kind of my like requirement is like if you're gonna end up together like it, it shouldn't be because you feel like you have to or because there's a baby involved or mm-hmm. any of the other things that happen um I feel like my best friend would be Seer, who is um, our book two female main character that we kind of mm-hmm. announced that at the end of book one. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and she is a sober bartender that works at a Ren fair. And she is super sassy and very um, dark humor. She's super tiny. Um, And I am currently writing her and having a absolute (laughs) She is. That (laughs) dynamic is very black cat golden retriever. And so she is a totally different personality than Piper. And so getting to write from that perspective and have it not be the dude is very fun versus her main character, male main character is like very just like happy go lucky and hilarious. <laughs> um, people really, I, I have learned people really love Alex. Who's the best, the best friend in this story. Um, and mm-hmm. she is, she is a sass, like a sassy best friend that like will go fight somebody and she's like five two and will beat somebody up if she really wanted to. It's like her her baseball player husband has to like physically restrain her at points because she's like trying to like beat up people. Um why is that me? <laughs> it's there's I will I will point you to the particular page where she's like being physically restrained and at one point like her husband is like she already tried to beat somebody up this week like don't (laughs) test her like this is not a good point to do this um there's a couple of characters I feel like I'd butt heads with yeah there's she's Mm -hmm. Alex is arguably like I have a quick question yeah I have a quick question and then you can finish your answer if you just for her um he's fun how tall is her uh husband oh Megan Just out of curiosity, do you have a ballpark? He's, idea? Well, he's a professional baseball player. Uh-huh. So I uh, prob I would say he's probably bordering on like six one, would be my guess. Okay. His, okay. his name is okay. Nolan. Is there okay. a height difference here? Oh, well, big time. She's five uh, two. Okay. Uh and her I'll let you say it. He's my your husband, husband is I mean, I don't really care. Yeah. I could share him. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's six foot seven. Okay. So I'm five, five, seven. My partner is six, six. And so when we talk about like, when we'll, we'll talk about like the male main characters being super tall in romance books and you'll get this. I'm like, I had this conversation with somebody yesterday. I was like, where do they shop for clothes? Like, what is the clothing budget like? And Would you shoes. like to know? Yeah, no, and I know, I know, like, and you know, clearly, but like, I, like, I put that in the, like, at one point I put that in the book. I was like, like, where do, like, where do these guys get their shirts? Cause like those two XLTs like are expensive as hell. Yep. And so anytime somebody's like, he's six foot five or six foot eight. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ. Like nobody <laughs> understands that you can't be, unless you are, unless it's a billionaire romance, right? then it's fine. Mm-hmm. Like, but like yeah. so many people complain days. about the height of the, like, oh, the main character is like average, like anywhere between like five, two to like five, six, I would say yeah. it's like the average yeah. height for most mm-hmm. uh, female main characters. They're like, I wish they would have like a taller woman or like a shorter guy. Like, why is it always tall? And I'm like, no, I want the height difference. That is, he is a foot and a half taller than me. <laughs> That's, so that is the book two dynamic. That like, is dear. Oh, okay. yeah. well, you know, I am a feisty, feisty woman, <laughs> but like, I, I'm like, no, I like this. I like my representation here do you understand you can wear your heels well especially like in fantasy novels people are like why are the guys mm-hmm. so tall but like well one it's fantasy like come on mm-hmm. yeah, right? yeah right like really exactly but like yeah. i always find it really amusing when everybody's like talking about like oh my gosh <laughs> like reese is like six three and i'm like bitch <laughs> add some more inches let's go a little taller guys yeah yeah and 
Oh. And like the, and every time they're like, oh, I'm wearing like, you know, heels or teetering. And I'm just like, she's the same height as him at this point. Like that's, uh-huh. that's where I'm at. Or like, um, but yeah, like, like Amarin is one of my favorite characters for being the oh, tiny yeah. little feisty. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I love her, but yeah. that's, but that's definitely the vibe. And Alex and Seer are kind of friends. It, like they become friends in book mm-hmm. one. And so that dynamic like c- comes out in future books. But, um, but yeah, the, 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 excuse me, the height difference is like hilarious in book two because there's she he stands up at one point and she's like oh shit what did I do oh if you okay this is like a little cute thing that I like to do and maybe you could use it in future things so when my husband and I go on travels together he has he has boats he wears like size 16s yeah that's uh, honest so I will tuck my tiny little shoes in his shoes and that's how we'll travel to save space on shoe travel <laughs> the way I love that though so like if you need a little fun cork <laughs> to add that <laughs> we we tried to do the book the book talk boyfriend where you lean in the door frame and mm-hmm. he hit his head on the door <laughs> honestly we go over to people's houses and they have lights hanging down uh-huh, and I'm uh-huh. like doesn't your partner hit it and they're like no and I'm like all right they're like six foot <laughs> never yeah, mind he can change he can change the ceiling booby lights by himself yep. like he doesn't yep. need he doesn't so, need the ladder yeah how many for the oh i've already i'm so sorry i've already forgotten the like title series for this, like, recovering series. good girls right okay how many are you plotting out so far so i have seven plans Ooh. Ooh. Um, and all of them have already, like, I already, I posted, I have a Facebook group and I have the discord and I've already kind of posted the like general tropes of them, like the big overarching ones. Um, the first three, I can give you guys some like exclusive. So we have the first one. The second one is brother's best friend. Um, and so that tells you where that dynamic is coming from. And then the third one is accidental marriage, enemies to lovers. Um, and, and that is the Regency vibe one. Um, and so that I'm actually like book two, I feel like is going to be fun in the sense that I'm getting to write out all my Ren Faire experience because I did work (laughs) at a Ren Faire. And so I'm getting to like chronicle all this fun Mm. stuff. But then book three is like, oh no, like we're going to have some fun with this. Um, Cause book two, the male main character is, is billed in like the end of book one. I put like my what's next as a tatted Scotsman. Um, and have you so- seen my husband? Are you taking our, have you, <laughs> do you know what he looks like? <laughs> my, my, so I was, I was trying to come up with a vibe to explain to somebody the other day, like what the main male character looks like for book two. And he is um, half Japanese and half Scottish. Ooh. and so he like his dad is Scottish and his mom is Japanese so he's he's like half Caucasian and half half Japanese mm-hmm. half Asian and um I'm like he's like Hunt Athelar but like give it like some Gaelic vibes with like yeah. also being Japanese and so like I was trying to describe the body type and all this and I'm just like I'll, I'll, I'll have to find some pictures and just like <laughs> I have the Pinterest for like 300 pins later yeah. but versus like this tiny little blonde thing that 
she's and she's Ooh. like a spitfire too and so I'm just like yep this is gonna be fun mm-hmm. this is, I'm super I'm having a blast with this oh yeah. and there's others there's other like really popular tropes that are kind of tied into it that I'm really excited about but that's kind of like the overarching thing that I've kind of shared with people and so as I'm writing it I'm like sending stuff in my beta group like guys I'm having a blast with this especially because that <laughs> is book one is slow burn it's about halfway through that we get to like spice like it's there's like Ooh. there's some teasing and there's okay. like um, some fun book two we're talking chapter three like explicit <laughs> and I like I started writing it before I finished book one and I was like yeah I'm gonna have fun with this one this one's gonna be gonna be a blast I'm excited about <laughs> so I love have that we already know the answer to this I'm gonna guess you're like almost every other author that we've had on the podcast but you seem more like a planner than a pantser I am definitely an in-betweeny um excellent (laughs) (laughs) I uh my so my my like process is kind of chaos all the time um but I have (laughs) I have the Pinterest board I have a Trello and those are the only two tools besides Spotify <laughs> that I use. Um, but like my, I'm the kind of person who will sit up at night thinking about things. I'm like, if I don't write this down, I'm going to completely forget about it. Mm-hmm. And so I have like a Trello board, excuse me, of all of the ideas and stuff. And I try to use that to organize mm-hmm. things. And so like my most, and I feel like this is the same way with a lot of contemporary stuff. When you're talking about like a linear calendar and like, and mm-hmm. where things are like, you have to get from point A to point B and you know kind of what the time frame is, you can map that out by month easily mm-hmm. um and so have like okay I want this stuff to happen kind of around this time this stuff and it makes it a lot easier because book two is um book one centered around the high school reunion so I had from like the start in January until like June with our high school reunion versus mm-hmm. book two goes from like July to December and so we're talking about very specific months and even more so because it's Ren fair specific mm-hmm. weekends of themes yeah, and things yeah. that are happening yeah. and so it makes it I made it very easy for myself to map out book three may be completely a shit show I don't know because <laughs> <laughs> there's not anything like that to like help like dictate exactly what's happening but it's, that that's made it a lot easier I but I will say I I finished book one in 147 days wow like four months just under four months and I told myself I was going to finish it before my high school reunion because I was like, I'm writing this knowing that I'm going to like have this at my like talk about it at my high school mm-hmm. reunion. I gave myself until then and I did it with four hours. <laughs> Dang, <laughs> so, good for you. Like cut it at the deadline. I so the last, love that. The last like, I don't know, I had like 10 scenes or so to write mm-hmm. between stuff between like setting that deadline for myself and actually getting there and I would argue that that's some of my favorite stuff because I just I knew what I needed to do and I just friggin went for it and so it was it was a lot of fun for sure so when you were doing all this writing and the process and everything what would you say is like your favorite part of the writing process I think getting to visualize places either that I've been and like put a twist on it or situations that I wish had turned out differently and that were inspired by places and things that I really love. Um, I got to turn a lot of local places in DFW, uh, which is Dallas, Fort Worth for people who mm-hmm. have never been here and don't know what DFW stands for. Um, <laughs> I had to learn, I had to learn that most of my beta readers didn't know what that meant and had to go back and change that. Um, so places like that, that I got to kind of turn on their head or make references to, but also get to like, turn situations and things that had happened either to me or to people that I know 
like the boat like the boat shoe situation um (laughs) and like go back and read that knowing that there's like an inspiration story behind it and things like that so I love getting to share those like little moments with like readers and with my especially my arc team like they're like I'm like well this was actually inspired by xyz um and so like places in the books that are very specifically referenced or like yeah. very very vaguely referenced that are actually real places that we just change things about like there's references to places in D- in Dallas that um either no longer exist or that mm-hmm. like were concepts and things like that and so I I have an unfortunate amount of knowledge unfortunate not the right word I have a stupid amount of really useless knowledge about Dallas because I used to work for like one of the tourism agencies here Mm -hmm. and so I could spout out things about it and I was like don't do it don't people do not care about how many sports teams DFW has (laughs) including all the rugby teams and like all the random things that nobody cares about are you gonna have a rugby player yeah (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> she like I had to like had to make a sound. I was like, we were on a podcast. Um, yeah, I mean, we could cut anything you need us yeah. to cut. You know, no, that's a, that's a, that's a plan, and I teased that. Um, so the <laughs> there's there are characters that are coming that are introduced in book two, and one of them is a rugby player, and I'll just say that. Hot dick. So, <laughs> excellent. I told you. Excellent. I told you they're not. They're not American, and so it's getting to the right. <laughs> yeah, I'm so, so excited right now. <laughs> book the by the end of book one, we've met almost all of the main characters, with the exception of the book two and three male main characters, and okay. so it. I the, arguably the biggest complaint about book one has been there's so many characters mm. which I'm like as fantasy mm. readers we we see like uh, eight yeah. bazillion characters yeah. I mean they're so what, trying like to keep track 12, of them oh, there's like 12 points of view in Kingdom I'm of Ash so not used yeah. to my new library setup yeah. because I was pointing at mine as well but <laughs> I don't have them behind them, you but that's oh, not the <laughs> um but yeah it's and so for me like that's normal mm. but for no, just not just contempt people who just read contemporary or just read like like they're kind of diving into it for the first they're like yeah there's a lot of characters to keep track of and I'm like but you know by the end of book one you know kind of what the dynamics are so that way yeah. going into the rest of them you can kind of be like oh I know this person and they're all mm-hmm. interconnected but you could pick up my goal is to be able to you could pick up book two if book one's mm-hmm. not your thing and know what's going on and not really have to back up and do anything oh nice so, Very love cool. that so when it comes to the final touches and everything like that, how much did you, were you involved in like the cover design and like how many of those little like cute creative processes did you work for through? Yeah. Um, I think as an indie author, we get a lot more control than the traditional author <laughs> publishing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, um, that was something that I was, it was really important to me was having the control over this. I'm arguably control freak in general, but <laughs> I think having control over specifically the story because it was something so personal to me was really important. And so I, I knew from being involved in the indie community as a reader from the last year or so that I really wanted to, that was like the, the general kind of sense of what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. That being said, it's a lot of weeds to pull through. <laughs> um, and so you're, you know, you, you're involved in every process because you're doing every process as an indie. And so everything from, you know, finding an editor and going through those final edits to cover design and Mm -hmm. format, like I formatted everything myself, which I have the systems and everything to do it. So now I can help other people format, but, um, 
the cover design process was my favorite part. Um, mm-hmm. Booked Forever, which is the person who did my cover design, Lissa. Um, she is a saint, and she, I, I have like cartoon drawings of the stick figures that I did of, yeah. <laughs> of the cover and sent it to her. Like, this is what I want, and then she pretty much did exactly that, and it turned <laughs> out really great. Um, and we, I originally had a floral kind of floral design for. Mm-hmm. I did a Kickstarter before I decided to like redo the cover design when the Kickstarter kind of kicked off and like really took off, and so. I had a floral design. I was like, I'm not going to do an animated cover. And then I was like, no, I need to, in contemporary, you really need to have the animated cover. Yeah. Like it's kind of the thing. Yeah. And so we did the contemporary, the animated cover. And she was like, we still need to do a different floral cover, but like, also this is really fun. And I'm really happy, excuse me, happy with it. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. The, the floral cover ended up being almost, if not as, if not more popular than the animated cover, as far as um, like, especially bookstore supplies, not necessarily mm-hmm. through my pre-orders, but like, I can see kind of who's ordering on the back end through my third party and the floral cover by far is more popular, which is crazy really? and also Ooh. awesome because I feel like there are different people, different people are ordering the discreet versus the contemporary versus yeah. the animated. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so most of my pre-orders and stuff were were the were people who are actively only reading contemporary for the most part uh, and so they're like no we want the we want the animated cover we but, will take the regular one thank you yeah. <laughs> but the those processes are very much in the weeds and yeah. um mm-hmm. the back and forth takes a lot more time than people realize and especially when you're talking about working with small businesses too the mm. the hands-on approach of working with small businesses and being able to support them is fantastic and it's something that I love especially as a small like as an indie author you're a small business like there's no getting around it that's just who you are Mm, um but being able to like promote them and work with them later on um is one of my favorite things to do and so getting to do that as now as like a customer Mm -hmm. saying okay I need I need this cover like this is what I want and then like getting to see it come to life is incredible it's so fun Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm over here like looking for the floral cover because I, I found it. it it's very pretty yes it? I just yeah. googled go oh. find list covers it is very very pretty I like how it's the same color scheme yeah. as the cartoon one and then it's the stencil kind of outline of yeah. the flowers. I love I, that it's gorgeous I realized earlier I think I sold my last floral cover um at my event mm-hmm. last week but the the like spine has mm-hmm. the tulip on it so the oh. floral the floral cover has the outline and then the mm-hmm. animated cover has the filled in one so you can oh, look at that. the spine and see which version you have on the shelf um especially for that's like cool. when I had like all my pre awesome. outline, I could tell which ones were which which mm-hmm. is nice um that <laughs> Lissa and I have it very strategically planned of mm-hmm. which color schemes are going forward with each book Ooh. and so like we have a different flower and a different color mm-hmm. um, for each of the that. different characters. Oh, yeah. I love I that love so that. much. So me, you were talking about um, unnecessary amounts of information. <laughs> I have an unnecessary <laughs> amount of information about the meaning of flowers and the expensive <laughs> amount of how much people would pay and trade bulbs in uh-huh. Europe. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me why I know all this information. <laughs> but like, you want to talk about the bulb trading and thieving mm-hmm. in Europe? I got you. Thieving? <laughs> yes. Book two is a thistle, if that tells you Ooh, anything. Wait, so. I have a thistle on my arm. It's right there. Okay. Oh, 
I love that. I love it so much. I love that too. I have a thistle here and a thistle there. Oh my gosh, my shoulder just cracked. That was (laughs) my age, my birthday. The tulip tulip was like a kind of a random choice because he gets her tulips Mm -hmm. in the book. And I was like, well, passion. And like he wanted just like a really bright white flower and it was spring. So they're like in season. Mm -hmm. But my favorite are peonies, which are really hard to find right now. Yeah. And so I'm like, I like trying to figure out which character best fits is I'm like oh, that's gonna be my home girl we'll figure it mm-hmm. out but... oh I love, oh, that. I love that that's like the little easter egg like the little hidden gem oh, oh yeah God. and we that's... have we have the graphic um I'm wearing this one this is a design from the from the uh book but we have um I have another sweatshirt that's an embroidered that says if I'm too much go find less and then it has the tulip oh. like embroidered in the center um and I so we're working so on getting those launched like mm-hmm. hopefully this week we're looking at maybe next <laughs> week so I can get them out to people because mm-hmm. I've had like three or four people have ordered and I'm like I want you guys to show them off but I also need to like get everything loaded so that way I can handle the orders yeah <laughs> so. definitely, definitely. yeah for sure random question about your book cover is the city the Dallas skyline did you actually say yes it is so <laughs> so that was we worked very specifically on this so mm-hmm. the ball the thing that looks like the ball on the stick is called reunion tower and that's mm-hmm. the that's if you look at the Dallas skyline it's literally a ball on a stick that's like lit up um and that was really important to me because I've, I've read a lot of really great books um I don't have it do I have it on my shelf I do. um one of my favorites this year was um snapshot by Ruby Rana which is a um hockey romance I read a lot Ooh. of hockey like a lot of hockey romance last year um and this is the <laughs> Ottawa the Ottawa skyline so I was like oh, oh nice. I really love that and I had already we I'd already like done that before I read snapshot mm-hmm. but I was like this is perfect because that like she's like one of my best author friends I'm like, like <laughs> we match we're good mine's not teal but we're still good so yeah hockey romance is also a problem like I, if it's not hockey and it's not white shoes I don't know why I'm reading it so <laughs> same facts <laughs> okay i think it's time is it time i think it's time oh boy. okay okay here we go um, okay so this is our first episode of the um new they know how to write series so to introduce to all of our listeners um this time around we are doing something brand new we are doing a minute to win it speed rapid fire question round where we are going to be pitting our authors against each other Um, (laughs) we are going to be testing how many questions they can answer in two minutes so we have 27 questions um and you got two minutes on the clock first thought don't even think about just whatever comes out of your mouth, okay. comes out of your mouth, we're okay. gonna move on. I'm actually preparing myself here. Sure. You can always, you know, change your answer later on and then be yeah. like, after the round, be like, actually, I was wrong. I meant to say this. Okay. Um, it's okay. You know, just you can retcon right. everything. No, no this, yeah. <laughs> this gets intense. So, it does. okay. Um, all right. Shall Are you we ready? It? Is everybody ready? No, but okay. All right. And <laughs> go. Favorite mythical animal. Uh, Phoenix. Water, wind, earth, or fire? Fire. Summer, winter, spring, or fall? Fall. Coffee or tea? Tea. Give me a one sentence hook for your book. A grumpy sunshine pairing about a widow's lingerie designer learning to live her best life. Um, ebook, hard copy, or audiobook? Hard copy. Hardback or paperback? 
paperback. Name a different genre you would write in. Fantasy. Would you rather be the reluctant hero or the morally gray anti-hero? Morally gray. <laughs> would you rather be a witch, elf, bay, vampire, or something else? Vampire. What fictional world would you want to be in? Polaris. If you had a time machine, would you go backwards or forwards? Backwards. When reading, would you annotate, tab, or nothing at all? Annotate and tab. Dog ear, bookmark, or nothing? Bookmark. What's one genre you'd like to try and read more of? Nonfiction. Uh, would you ever kill a main character off or no? Or do you not like that? No. Which do you prefer, strong characterization or strong world building? Characterization. Do you think special editions are worth it or not? Yes. Name a genre you would never write in. Nonfiction. Do you prefer series, duologies, or standalone books? Series. Have you ever dressed up as a book character for Halloween cosplay, etc.? Yes. Do you set reading goals for yourself? Yes. Have you ever read a graphic novel? Yes. What is the best book-to-screen adaptation you have seen? Ready Player One. Do you reread books? Yes, all the time. Do you like to read more than one book at once? All the time. Describe your novel in three tags. Time. Ruby Sunshine. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Go ahead. I'll let you finish the question. Grumpy Sunshine, Second Chance Romance, and Spicy Romance. Excellent. Oh, that was the last question. So, so you were so close. <laughs> I didn't so think about close. some of those. So I 26 like... out of 27. Oh, that is awesome. On the edge of our my seat. First, I was like, oh my God. first episode of the Theta Write. No, how, I don't even know. I'm so excited. Of the They Know Theta. How to Write <laughs> there we go. series. One to beat. The one to beat. That is, yes. you, yes. you went big and everybody else is going to go home. Because, damn. That was awesome. That was good so job. good. good job. Excellent job. <laughs> If wow. you look hard enough, there may or may not be a uh, very old picture <laughs> of a baby Thea dressed as Hermione that Barnes & Noble still uses for their pop culture. <laughs> I'll have to post that for a throwback Thursday. But I did like full, um, We I dressed up as Katniss, Hermione, oh. and then um, I came in my full hoop skirted Renaissance costume for Brave. And we did like, I have like cats and stuff but so like I have all the I have pictures of me with the books at Barnes and Noble um and the Hermione one like is pretty that epic is, like it looks, it's amazing. really good that is so. amazing um I am definitely the teacher who comes in like full costume on the okay. costume days yeah. that we have we like that. we did a Barbie uh, it was a Barbie Heimer day this yep. year of course naturally and so yeah. everyone else was either like Oppenheimer but most people were just like wearing Barbie shirts or something and I like, cause I teach Latin. So I like created an entire like Roman Barbie with a, I made a pink I toga. So I made a little like laurel leaf. I uh, cut out in foam with the like um, the foam board, whatever foam it is. Board, whatever, yeah. Um, and I made a accurate Barbie. It was the letter B from the movie. But in the Romans, to hold their togas, they had a special pen. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I made the the uh, fibula is what it's called. I made that. I love that. And I made it for me <laughs> and um, my coworker who also teaches Latin. And I was just like, and 
you know, we were the only ones that like really dressed up all the way. I had a golden apple to hold. Like I was like, I have accessories. (laughs) So since you teach Latin, does that spill over into your writing with fantasy? Yes. Yeah. It spills over into not with this well actually no that's a lie um <laughs> i was like not with the book of like cur- the cozy fantasy i'm currently writing but then i'm like oh wait the names of things are very I was much like, megan? i was like what, what are you talking about megan yeah, yeah. it's definitely the because i so i teach um a lot of mythology with mine because i teach an intro yeah. class and she teaches the upper level stuff um so i get to do whatever i want with the class which yeah. is great but i teach a lot of mythology so mythology is my jam greek and roman yeah, it definitely, oh, yeah. and I definitely have some like Greek inspired, Roman inspired stories on the back burner that, you know, years ago yeah. I started and haven't really touched, but I have a whole mythology section on my bookshelf. Yeah. 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 It's, um, someone described, they came in the store the other day and they described the, like, Scarlet St. Clair, those, those, the, mm. those is, um, Greek and Roman fan fiction. And I was like, I mean, yeah. I, so I described to my students, cause they get so confused. They're like, why is this myth this? But then in this other myth, it says it's this. Different. And yeah. I'm like, because it's all fan fiction of itself. It and is. they look at me <laughs> and then they're like, and then I'll have like a random, you know, I, I call it, it's the English teacher syndrome where the English teachers collect all of the, you know, like theater kids and the, you yeah, know, yeah. the, the yeah, weird, yeah. all that. I collect them, even though it's Latin, it's essentially the same thing, but I collect them apparently. And they would come up to me and be like, you know what fan fiction is? And I was like, oh, honey. Oh, honey. <laughs> Young Padawan. <laughs> oh, yeah. I and do. see, and they're then, on AO3, but like the fanfiction.net was Quizilla. Like, Were you on Quizilla? Quizilla. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Harry I Potter had a fan kid. Oh, yeah. a lot of time yes. on there. Oh, yeah. So I had a student last semester, 13 years old. And they go, they said something. They're like, oh, yeah, we ship them. And I was like, you ship them? And they're like, yeah, it's short for relationship. It's when and I'm like, I know what a ship is. I was like, I, are you kidding me I was me going right down now? with ships before you were born. Right. right? Like, excuse you. One second. <laughs> The way I cried over the Zutara ship and the Dramini <laughs> ship. Yep. Before yep. you were born, you don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. Have you so have you read Manacled? Yeah. I have not. I'm scared of that one, but I isolation is like my top tier. I love isolation. But I have yet to read Manacled. Um, because I know it will break me. <laughs> and I'm yeah. not ready for that. Yeah. I started listening yeah. to the audiobook that somebody had started mm. and then they changed narrators three chapters in and I was like nope can't do this can't do nope. this because it wasn't mm. like change perspectives it was change voices completely and I was like oh. nope I'm out yeah so at some point I'll read it Mm-mm. but I just yeah I was like oh it's good so far I like it yeah but yeah oh my yeah. gosh okay <laughs> well let's, let's uh we can talk more about this afterwards but let's can, yes. so, so thank you Thea, for being here and we wanted to just point our listeners in the direction mm-hmm. to find you find your books where can they find you online yeah so i have a really really comprehensive website it's theaclaireauthor.com 
And then you can find me on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook at Thea Claire Author. I have a Discord server as well as a Facebook group for readers where we just talk about bookish things and I post spoilers and insider information and just inspiration picks and sometimes thirst mm-hmm. traps. It just depends on the day. Hey. So. <laughs> we all get a little thirsty now and then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But we want to thank you so much for starting off our They Know How to Write mini series. So thank you for being on with us. Thank you for having me. I had a blast. Yay. Awesome. And maybe hopefully (laughs) later down the line, when all seven come out, we can do an ultimate (laughs) ranking or something. Yes, (laughs) I would love to. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here today. And we will see all of you guys next time. Bye. 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 Bye.